You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. All right, let's. Oh, oh. This guy, I'm Gabe Morenci. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust up, and everybody else in between throwing it down. Sunday night, San Francisco style. We appreciate it. Uh, what, uh, this evening, we got a full house as far as uh, the guests are, are concerned. Big man on campus steps up and in every Sunday night uh, with us, uh, but it's a special night uh, uh, tonight uh, because it is a night in which uh, we join uh, the the Sterling Club. As uh, you know, it's a nice way of saying uh, you know what we're turning uh, fifty. And I've been saying you only turn fifty once, so you know what we want to do it uh, with style. But really, you only turn like every age like once, actually, anyways, right? So, and you know, there's two ways of looking at things. You turn an age like this. You think, wow, man, I'm pretty old and I'm getting closer to death. Or you can look at it like, uh, hey, hey, who would have thought, man, half a century and we're still raging uh, right now. So we're going to look at the positives I hear this evening. And how can we not be positive? We got the raging redhead Cam Stewart's going to step up and in uh, with us uh, this evening. We got big Earl Skakel on the radar uh, to, as well, big man on campus. Uh, so, you know, things should be cool. Although, if you're a Toronto Maple Leaf uh, fan, it's not so cool uh, this evening. Another choke job uh, by the Maple uh, Buds. Day late, dollar short. You have to wonder just how much longer you can keep this team together. You can fire coaches. You can hire scouts. You can have 17, like, you know, Stanley Cup champions, like, on the staff and stuff. Uh, but in the end, it doesn't matter. At some point in time, the players have to step it up, and the players have to get it done. And uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs just uh, not – uh, getting it done. We have the National Hockey League uh, next round of the playoffs. The matchups uh, are set. The Golden Knights and the Chicago Blackhawks, the Avalanche and the Coyotes, the Stars and the Flames, the Blues and the Canucks. Things are going to start to get pretty cool uh, right now in the National Hockey League. And listen, they were already cool. Things were already cool, but they're going to get cooler. It gets cooler uh, right now because the teams, the teams get better uh, right now. The Montreal Canadiens, Knock off the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now they deal with another team from Pennsylvania, this time the Philadelphia Flyers. Can they uh, successfully upset two uh, teams from Pennsylvania in a row? We're going to be breaking it down. The raging redhead Cam Stewart's going to be kicking it with us uh, this evening. He's sort of like uh, he's the co pilot uh, tonight. We got Big Man on campus. We got Earl Skakel. I have a feeling this could turn into a little bit of a roast uh, here tonight. Please. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. San Francisco, the streets of San Francisco, the raging redhead throwing it down with us uh, here this evening. Uh, Cam, Colin Morikawa, a player that you talked about uh, quite a bit leading into uh, the tournament. I know you had a piece of them. We'll start with the good news uh, as opposed to the bad news uh, because I know your Toronto <laughs> Maple Leafs uh, went down. But Colin Morikawa, nice call about him for a couple of weeks, about him stepping up, and uh, he stepped up. He rose to the moment. I know you cashed the ticket. Good job. Yeah, first of all, uh, happy 50th, Morency and I like the fact that you're doing it in style too. Wine tours, you're looking good. Yeah, that's a nice shirt. You're uh, you're 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 looking fantastic for 50. And I got to look at it as a positive thing. Hey, we're lucky to get that that far, buddy. And I will say this about Morikawa, Gabe. I know you're out at the vineyards, but some of the things that this guy did was absolutely uh, beautiful. He hit a shot on 16, Morency, that will be talked about in Tiger Woods lore. On on the par four, he drove the green to seven feet. Knocked in an eagle putt. Back then, Gabe, there was a seven-way tie. Jason Day was there. Paul Casey was there. DJ was lingering, not playing well. And uh, Colin Morikawa basically cruised at the end. He got it done. Fended off, yeah, DeChambeau. All these guys. At one point, there was a seven-way tie. He gets it done. And uh, the story of the day next to Morikawa was how bad Brooks Kepka was. He was awful today. He quit. And I'll tell you something, buddy. Uh, what he did in his press conference was such a bad move. And... Uh, I think a lot of guys on tour are starting to hate this guy, Rory McIlroy. He basically called out Dustin Johnson to say he's only got one major. I'm not scared of anybody else on the board. Like, this guy's a real bully out there, and karma kind of bit him in the butt today. And uh, he played poorly, very poorly, and wasn't even a factor today, bud. Yeah, you know, when I saw Dustin Johnson in a mix, somebody that we didn't really talk about all that much, I brought him up just because I know that he can crush a golf ball, right? And it's amazing how... You know, Dustin's not the flavor of the week anymore. He flies he flies under the radar, uh, Cam. But, you know, Morikawa steps up, man. And it's been a, been a year in which is almost like a passing of the torch, isn't it, in, in golf? There's a lot of these dudes that are stepping up uh, right now, young players that are, are showing. 
that they're a, they're not just capable of winning a you know a typical golf tournament, but they're 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 capable of winning a major as well. Yeah, Gabe, like, and, and this is a tough tournament. Like, uh, where you are in Harding Park, it's like one of the toughest courses. Like the fairways were, were razor thin. Uh, the balls were bouncing. Uh, it, it didn't get the wind that they were a- expecting in the elements, but it was not easy. It was a fair test. And all and all the best guys in the world were there. Guys we talked about, like Jason Day and everybody. But I'll tell you something about Morikawa. What he did today, he looked like a steely veteran. And let's remember this. Now at the age of 23, like Jack, Tiger, Rory, like he wins a PGA Championship at 23 years old, Gabe. So think about this. This guy's just come out and tour, and everyone's talking about, you know, and Bryson DeChambeau was right there. I'm not going to take anything away from him, but watch out for Morikawa. I loved him when he first came out, Gabe. And he's cool, calm, and he was just with his putter, no problems today. And his ball striking, impeccable. Nobody, he hit every single fairway today, and that was the key. And this kid just doesn't get rattled, man. He's fantastic. Great story, too. He went to Cal Berkeley, so it was nice uh, winning a tournament in his backyard. Yeah, you know what? Um, a California player uh, gets gets it done. So, uh, speaking of in their backyards, the Toronto Maple Leafs, both the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Edmonton Oilers had the opportunity to host the, the the series. And I know there's no fans there, but this is something that you talked about, about being an advantage for the, for the home team. And it clearly is an advantage for the home team, Kev. You know what I mean? You know what I know. It's the same thing. You know, the food, the smell, the arena, the locker rooms, just everything. You were at home. Edmonton were at home. Uh, Toronto were at home. They both get eliminated. And, you know, it's just same old, same old with the Toronto Maple Leafs, Kev. They just can't take that next step. You know, it's one thing. There's a lot of flaws, obviously, with the roster. And as I stated in the intro, man, they can fire coaches. They can hire, like, you know, this scout. And, I mean, dude, they got Stanley Cup champion guys. It could be GMs that are, like, scouts on this team. They they spend, like, they put way more effort into the Maple Leafs than they do the Raptors. Messiah Jerry just basically runs the Raptors. And they just can't win, Cam. I don't know what it is. There's certain franchises, the Bills, the Leafs, the Chargers, the Browns. There's certain organizations that just can't win. But some of them are like losers. And like they, the reason they don't win is because they don't spend money and they don't want to win. The Toronto Maple Leafs want to win. They just don't know how to win. They can't win. It's it's amazing to me. It's crazy, Gabe. And uh, we talked about it. Uh, you know, last year we were uh, banging on Matthews. This year it's Marner. Like Marner was a ghost in this series. He was absolutely horrible. John Tavares had opportunities. He can't score. Can't blame the goaltending and defense. I get it. Freddie Anderson let in a, a weak goal early. But you don't score. You lose three to nothing. You don't score a, a goal. And you come back from three goals down in a miracle fashion. And you don't even have the momentum to win the next game, Gabe. It was crazy what they did in this series, man. These guys had an epic comeback for the ages. And then it's like, oh, okay, game five. Flat tire. These guys come out. They're not even hungry off the hop. Their star players aren't there. God, the best player on the Leafs was Jason Spezza, for God's sakes. Because he didn't want his uh, season to end. He didn't want his career to end. And you said it, man. This organization, they got too many of the same players. They don't have toughness. You need a guy like Nazem Kadri in the lineup. Those type of guys they got rid of. The team is too soft, Gabe. Soft like butter in the sun. Yeah, you know what? They just have too many. You're right. No grit. And, you know, it's funny. I saw someone tweet. They said, you know, the Leafs could have used a player like uh, tonight. Nazem Kadri, actually. 
Yes. Uh, but when he was there, you know, they ran him out of town because, well, you know, he, he does dumb things. He plays with too much emotion. You're right. That's the problem. None of these kids have any emotion. They're so robotic. I don't know. Like, did was Mitch Marner even in a lineup, bro? Like, how many times? Like, I never even heard a guy's name called. Like, he didn't do anything. Um, you know, Austin Matthews scores goals every now and then, but he just doesn't take the next step. Like, basically, Cam, you have a bunch of players that are the same. You know, John Tavares, Austin Matthews. Like, Tavares has regressed. Uh, John Tavares, Matthews, Marner, Nylander, all these guys, they're all like the same player, bro. You know what I mean? Like, they're all the same player. There's no leadership. There's no character. They don't dig down. Nobody looks in the mirror ever. And like I said, you know, all right, you know, Babcock was a jerk. Fine. But, you know, how many guys are you guys going to get fired? Like, eventually it's on them. And, you know, you got to break them up. It almost reminds me of the Philadelphia 76ers. And big men will we'll ask him about that when he comes on, Cam. Yep. That in the sense that the it's like a process, right? Trust the process. Trust the process. The process isn't going anywhere with this 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 collective group of players, Cam. You've gonna you have to trade, whatever. You bite the bullet. You trade Mitch Marner, man. Like you you bite the bullet. You trade all, You trade one of these dudes for for defensemen, or you go balls out and you get some defensemen. But it's not just defensemen, Cam. It's the culture in that room. There's no leadership in that room. Very similar to the Oilers, Gabe. They got. What do they have? Star players, horrible team defense. Uh, Freddie Anderson's better than Koskinen and Smith. But other than that, they're very similar teams. They'll wow you and dazzle you with their speed. But what really happens? Nothing. They don't play They don't play team de- defense. They don't back check properly. They don't pick up assignments. They're a bad defensive hockey team. And you're right. They need a pillar on the blue line. They got to get rid of somebody and one of these big contracts. All the players are just floaters. Uh, yeah. And you said it. Some organizations... And kudos to you. You're right. They should be spending all money on the Toronto Raptors. This team won a championship. Yeah, that's all. Leafs, Leafs, Leafs. And the Leafs can't even get out of the first round against Columbus. So, hey, MLSE, here's a tip. Yeah, put more focus on the Raptors because obviously the Leafs, it doesn't matter what you do with these guys. Gabe, all these sabermetrics, analytics, guys, Dubas, this whole organization, I'm with you, man. Throw it out the window. That's what I'm saying, Cam. They've tried it all, bro. Like, yep. they went old school, non-analytics. Mike Babcock, all right, just old school, yell at everybody and, you know, hard ass, and the players tuned him out, and they started mm-hmm. crying. So, like you said, they hire some boy wonder, dubious guy, who analytics and yep. all this, the coursey, the crap, and all that type of stuff. And what, what has that gotten them? Like, that's no, my no point. Like, they've tried everything. Yep. Like, they've <laughs> yeah. tried everything. Like, they've tried flashy. They've tried grit. They've tried this. They've tried that. It's almost like basically like trying to get your kid to do something, and after a while you realize, you know what, your kid's just a slacker, man. Yeah, <laughs> kick them out. <laughs> you can't help them. <laughs> Sports Rage Late Night continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. 
And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In With Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In With Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Welcome back, everybody. I'm the Ranging Red at Cam Stewart. Wait for Morenci to connect. We have big man on campus on deck. We'll talk a little bit about the Sixers. We'll talk NHL playoffs with Morenci. We talked about the golf. Congratulations to Colin Morikawa, winning his first major at the age of 23. And uh, congratulations for our boy Morenci. Is what we're doing. The big 5-0 looking real good. I'll tell you, man, that's fantastic. This guy going to, I tell you, going to Alcatraz, doing all the tourist stuff, wine tours, looking fantastic. And uh, yeah, nice, nice new shirt too. So congratulations on 50 looking good and uh, doing it uh, in the absolute right way. That's what you're doing. I'm going and I hope on you have uh, a great time. Great I'm going time on, on the tour. <laughs> I'm going on the tour of Alcatraz uh, tomorrow. Actually, you can't go in due oh. to the coronavirus uh, right now. Uh, uh. There's no tours of the island, uh, but we're gonna um, we're gonna go around it. It's actually pretty cool. It's pretty haunting, actually, man. Like actually, like looking at it, and you know, I don't know, man. I don't like you know. I like to think they made it. Actually, I've seen like a lot of documentaries on 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 the island and whether they survived and stuff. And I think they made it actually. But when you see the water, Cam, and you see the island, it's actually pretty freaky. Yeah, wine country was uh, real cool. Do we have big man on campus stepping up and in right now as well on the on the birthday bash? So. Uh, I appreciate Cam stepping up and in. So, yeah, listen, guys, I'm on the road. It's just the way that it worked out. Um, you know, we know uh, Cam's on audio, but we're good for uh, – we're, we're solid uh, for, for the radio. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. Uh, we appreciate uh, the, the love and thank you to everybody. I know I've got literally, like, hundreds of tweets, man, over the last, like, uh, day or so about my birthday. I, you know, I've been on the road, of course – my cell phone battery dies every six minutes and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's been it's been a crazy it's been a crazy weekend. I got attacked actually, guys. Uh, we got attacked by a gang. I got to tell you, you got to watch out for the street thugs uh, in San Francisco. Except um, it was a pack of seagulls, Cam. Ah, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not playing around. I'm not playing around. Like we were walking down the street, and you know, my friend had she had, she had like some fish and chips. Oh yeah, and there was it. like one sort of seagull like stepped in front of us, bro, on the pier, and then there was another one. And I sort of joked, I'm like, hey, it's kind of like they're circling us, bro. They were circling us. Then like 15, 20 of them just attacked. They stole the food right out of our hands. And we ran like, you know, like kids because we're not used to getting attacked by seagulls uh, on the pier in San Francisco. They're mean and nasty, man. They're mean and nasty. And like I was eating fish and chips at a place, too, and a seagull stole like he jumped in and he stole my fish, too. Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy uh, down. <laughs> pretty crazy down on the pier, man. 
I tell you, San Francisco's a tough town. Let's bring in Big Man on campus who's in a tough town as well, Philadelphia. And guys, I don't know if you think like San Francisco, it's cold as hell here, guys. Yeah. Like, it's cold. Like, homeless people have blankets. It's like the middle of summer, man. Big Man on campus, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, guys. Uh, Gabe, hope you have a great birthday. And uh, to answer your question, someone has escaped Alcatraz and made it through the bay. The problem was once they got to shore, they were so tired, they actually lost consciousness and were caught uh, about a minute later. So one person has actually uh, swam the mile and a half, but uh, they actually uh, went unconscious because they were hype, you know, hypodermic shock and they were just so tired. So it has happened, but they were quickly captured. Yeah, some rocky water out there. Boy, Jerry Finney, what up, Finney? Love you, bro. Uh, there's a triathlon every year in San Francisco. The water, uh, no issues, uh, he says. Dude, I was out there today, not on the water, but there's psychos out there, like, sailing and stuff, and, like, surfing. Massive waves can like, hold as hell, bro. Like, cold, My type cold of place. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. I'm sweating right now in my sweat box, and... You know, I'm thinking about buying the portable air conditioner. I'm telling you, Gabe, I'm a different guy. Like, I like it cool. I was watching golf. It was 57 degrees. Oh, I love 57. Yeah, 59 to 66. That's my zone right there. Nice and comfortable. Just where I can wear a shirt, comfortable. I'm I'm a big man, Gabe. That's the thing. We sweat. Big man knows. He's lost a little bit of some LBs. I've been walking the track, but I'm still big. And I'll tell you, man, I love cold weather. Hell, I lived in the Arctic. You know what? I just got it. We got big man on campus, and you know what? Big Cam on campus. I like yes, that. Big Cam yes. on campus. Yes, very true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for joining me, guys, on my birthday. Big man joined us on his birthday. And, you know, listen, I didn't do the TV show on Friday, and I appreciate Cam stepping up and in. Uh, just basically, um, we can really only go audio only here, right? Like, it's just it's kind of choppy on the road. Uh, but we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back uh, on TV on Tuesday. But you know, big man stepped up on his birthday. Cam stepped up on his birthday live. Scotty Farrell, if anybody could have shut it down for a night and said, "Hey, I'm turning 55. I'm shutting it down for a night." Scotty Farrell did it. So I figured, you know what? Let's let's have a little mini Sunday night little party here. I know it's Sunday night, not a Friday night, but really comes full circle, guys. My first show ever was in 2002 on a Sunday night. So it's amazing, man, like just that we've lasted this long. I got to tell you, like, I just hope to get through the show, the first radio show I did. And, you know, the first call I took on the radio, guys, my first ever call, big man. All right. So I wasn't planning on, like, being mean and yelling at people on the radio and stuff. So I'm just doing like a normal sports show. Let's talk about NFL point spreads. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) Some guy calls me. He's like, "Uh, welcome to CFMB, uh, F face. First guy tells me to go F myself. My first ever caller on the radio 18 years ago tells me to go F myself. Next caller is like, I hey, don't listen to that guy. And like, then, you know, third or fourth caller, I get told to, you know, blow me or something like that again. And then finally, like by halfway through the show, I'm just yelling at everybody and I'm just myself and stuff. And <laughs> it stuck. <laughs> I realized I was like, yeah, you know what? I can't fake it. I'm just going to be myself. I can't pretend like to be some normal, normal sport guy. Or anything like that. So, so yeah, we appreciate uh, you, you stepping up uh, with us. So um, we're going head to head, big man. We can't, you can't escape me, bro. So last year it was the the Raptors and the Sixers, and me and big man, it got personal. Yeah, NBA can do that, yeah. man. Like, ask Cam. I don't play around with the Raptors. Now we're coming for your Flyers. 
Uh, big man, my Canadians coming for the Flyers, bro. <laughs> but I know you won't be quite as passionate about that. <laughs> well, look, um, I do know that the Flyers are playing well. Uh, very, very good, actually. They're the number one seed, aren't they? I and mean, that's uh, pretty impressive. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, the Canadians, that's pretty impressive as well, though, beating the Penguins. I mean, the Penguins, I want to say, I think they were the five seed. That's pretty uh, That's pretty impressive. Well, five, big man. Twelve yeah, five, just like, like the college basketball guys. Twelve five, yep. both twelve fives won. The both well, twelve you know, seeds won. The, the Blackhawks and the Canadians, Cam uh, and uh, Big Man. I do want to shout out to my guy uh, Max Domi, who is an Albanian, which uh, so am I, as you know. Uh, so shout out to Max Domi. Uh, but yeah, no, I love look, that Cam. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the uh, the playoffs. Playoff hockey's great, man. I, I you know I'm not a big hockey guy, but uh, playoff hockey's fun. It's great to watch. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, big man, but uh, Max Domi's father, Ty Domi, one of the craziest oh, yeah. dudes ever to, er, yeah, ever to play know, in the yeah. national. The guy was a psycho fighter, bro. Oh, big time. Yeah, he camp. fought one of our fans, Gabe, in the penalty <laughs> That's box. the best. Yeah, that guy deserved it. Hey, Fly, Flyer fan was taunting him. He deserved a Yeah, <laughs> he's lucky it didn't get a lot worse for him, big man. But, yeah, Ty Domi's about the toughest guy the Leafs have ever seen. They're a bunch of snowflakes now, so don't worry about that. No, your Flyers look great. And Gabe, they got uh, good goaltending with Hart and everybody else. Like, everybody wants to, like, you, you, this is the thing about 2020. You can't count out any teams, right? Look at all the teams that are playing with house money. Chicago, Montreal, Gabe, all these underdogs, man. Right now, it's just, it's an underdog world. We're just living in it. So what do you think, Cam? You think the, um, you think the, uh, the Canadians can knock the Flyers off? I do, but people are gonna say, "Oh no, 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 no! They can't, they can't." Yeah. But they said the same thing about the Penguins that they couldn't, right? I think it'll be a great series, but the but the difference is the one thing the Flyers have is they're veterans. They're a deeper team too, like Couturier and Giroux and all those guys. They understand. Whereas the Pittsburgh Penguins had no help for Sidney Crosby and Malkin, but you can roll through a lot more lines with the Flyers. They also have better goaltending. Carter Hart's better than Yari or uh, Matt Murray. Pittsburgh's goaltending was a little bit suspect. I think the Flyers' defense, and they're they're an all-around tougher team. The Penguins are like the Leafs. They're 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 a snowflake club too. They have no grit. It's all, it's all it's all uh, sizzle no steak. But the Flyers can play anyway. They got skills. They got toughness. Gabe, I think it'll be a good series though. I think the games are being going to be close, but I think Philly will win the series. Hey, Gabe. I will say one thing also that I noticed. I watched that game last night. I mean, it seems like a lot of different flyers are scoring goals as well. I mean, you have – I mean, it's not just Konechny and, and Giroux and Voracek. It's, you know, Joel Farabee and, and guys like that. So, yeah, I mean, I don't. again, I don't know a ton about hockey, but uh, flyers are playing some, some great hockey right now. They're a great team, and I, you know, pardon the pun, actually. <laughs> pardon the pun. But you – know, <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know what? And that's that's why they're they're they're. And I never freaking said, you know what? Uh, I don't want to offend you, Cam, but you know what? You remind me, Gritty. <laughs> I never forget that. Oh, Gritty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of look like Gritty. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, that was the best. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, there's I a little, there's a little Gritty in you, Cam. There's a there little is. gritty in you. There you know, is. Come like, to think of it, looking at you a little bit, I I could see that laughing. Yeah, you do. You do kind of have gritty vibes, too. Uh, I don't know. Is, is yeah, gritty gr- is gritty still beating kids up? Like, remember? Yeah, that? Uh, he's actually <laughs> been a little. 
He's been a little less violent after that father sued him, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta Dude. love it. <laughs> was the best, best, man. The best is too when there was a kid. They had like a bunch of kids on the ice once, and like the kids started like hitting, slapping, like slash gritty with a hockey stick. Grit grabbed the kid, like, oh yeah, man. Like gritty's got anger issues. Like you he know, does. like you know they're gonna tell him, listen, gritty, you can't like push the kids over, even if they piss you off, bro. <laughs> Sports trades late night continue. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Oh, yeah. We rock and happy. You know what? I was on uh, I was on a wine tour in Napa Valley on Saturday, Amazing. and uh, basically everybody on the bus. It was their birthday. And it was basically everybody on the bus. So I looked over to my girl and I told her, I said, "Yeah, you're on a bus full of Leos here." So in other words, you got a bus full of jerks. Just imagine <laughs> like 20 drunk Leos on a bus. Like <laughs> so, it got it got real. Okay. I gotta tell you, buddy. Uh, you know, I'm gonna. I'll start posting the pictures in a couple of days uh, here. But for the record, just a shout out to Goodfellas Pizza uh, in San Francisco. Great pizza, uh, real good. Delivered to uh, delivered to uh, to to our uh, hotel. And I like the I like the addition, Cam. You gotta love this. They deliver wine, so I got a couple of bottles of vino. And of course, Amazing. you know, go with the pizza. Kind of world we live my, in. My birthday. Beautiful. Bro, I got no corkscrew. Like a restaurant, they said, like, it's California. All the wine's good here. I thought it'd be twist off, bro. <laughs> I don't have a corkscrew. No, that's the stuff I buy you at the liquor store. Hey, Cam, man, how about the good stuff? Now, thir- between 13 and 16, we'll go We'll go in the middle. Yeah, that was the best when you were saying You know you're me. a loser. You know you're a loser, big man, when you're choosing your wine because you don't have a corkscrew. You're like, all right, just get yeah. the best thing that you can, like, twist off by yourself. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, but a good, good fellow's pizza was uh, was real good. Yeah, but so guys, yeah. So I went on the wine tour, and um, pretty much, you know, like everything, it was everything I thought it would be. You know what I mean? Like you know when you picture something and then you do it, you're like, this is exactly what I pictured. It was yes. exactly what I pictured. Like I pictured being in the beautiful Napa Valley, Sonoma Mountains. And, uh, you know, drinking wine and, like, you know, laughing it up and having a great time. And it was a bunch of people from St. Louis. We all hit it off. Kansas City, St. Louis, and um, L.A., tourists and stuff. Great time. And um, we went to Mario Andretti's Vineyard, actually. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, race car driver. Andretti Vineyards. I went to some other. We went to three different vineyards. Yeah, each one was was good. Um, it's pretty crazy, though, guys. So, you're at, I'm at the vineyard. And you know me, Cam. So big man, like the wine tasting, like it's sort of like it's not like a full glass, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm at the vineyard and I kind of blasted through the wine tasting pretty fast, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're Dixie cups. Bang, bang, so, bang. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I went up to the guy and I'm like, listen, uh, 
I'm like, yeah, where can I get, like, you know, where can I get some more wine right now? Like, can you fill my glass? Like, what? He goes, oh, no, no, we're not allowed. Like I said, can I buy a bottle and open it? Like, how does this work? Like, and he goes, no, no, you can't. Like, he goes, we're not by permit. We can't, you can't just open the bottle here. I'm like, we're at a vineyard. <laughs> like, so, exactly. the guy, the kid from St. Louis started squawking a bit. And I told him, I said, listen, I said, it's 11 in the morning. I said, let's not start off like the day by like starting a fight with these people. Uh, I was actually the voice of reason. I'm older now, Cam, right? So these kids from St. Louis, they were ready to go. Hey, they were they were like, where's our wine? They were mad. <laughs> so I told them, I said, listen, it's only like, it's only 11 in the morning. We're going to be good. I said, but if they don't give us at the next place. So these kids from St. Louis, they, they you know what, bro? You're going to love this, Cam. You could buy a case of wine for $48. And spot at that vineyard, bro. Forty-eight bucks for case? a case. How much is in the case? Great wines eight? too. Eight a case. It was. Um, nah, I thought it was twelve a case. And oh. was it was it eight a case? And Beautiful. then we were informed it was only four a case. Oh yeah, see, I, but, it was only but that's four the case, thing. Yeah. It's not like you're going to Mo Sislax, you know, and where he's mixing up wine in a bathtub. You're like in the home of wine, so that's a good deal oh, actually. No, so when you kid, think about it, yeah, the know? kid from St. Louis, he bought a box. He bought it. He, he bought a case, uh-huh. and we started drinking them on the bus. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, <laughs> In between like, the tours, just like going to the, just like going to the Bills <laughs> game with wine instead of Coors Light. It's camp, <laughs> camp, even on a wine tour, big man, it turned into like one of those sports tours, essentially. Yeah, you know, we're talking about sports. These guys are drinking wine on the bus. We're going to the next place. Sounds but, pretty uh, fun. No, no. So now it was real. It, it was really. It was actually real cool. Um, I got some great pictures, great, great times, great wine. You know, it was classy, man. You know what I mean? I could have went to Vegas and stuff like that, but screw that. You know, and I want to go to Napa Valley and wine and like, so thank you to Lisa, Sooner Lisa, who's tuning in right now from Oklahoma and uh, class act Lisa. Thank you very much. Lisa actually uh, bought me a tour of Alcatraz tomorrow, guys. Wow. What, how nice is that? You know what I mean? All the way from Oklahoma. That's great. And I got to tell you, like, you're not going to get like, that's the thing, Gabe. Like, you know, me and I watch a lot of shows and history of serial killers and stuff like it's it's my thing when I'm not watching sports. Like going to Alcatraz is like bucket list stuff, man. I'm I'm envious. You're going to have a great time. That's like crazy, man. That's, you're going to have so much fun there. You're right, though. It is very dark and uh, mysterious. But what a tour. I wish I was going. Oh, it's haunting. It's haunting, <laughs> big man, man. When you look at it and stuff like yeah. I'm my, my I'm right on the wharf, guys. I'm right there. So like it's it's right there, man. Like you can just you know, you can feel it. I just I can picture Clint Eastwood there in his hat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you could just you could just feel like it's it's haunting. It's like creepy, man. Like it's like, oh man, like and there's something about the Bay Area here too, eh, Cam? Like there's the fog Re- and the wind the and fog. stuff and the, the yeah. wave. <laughs> I it's love like, it, man. Yeah, like, yeah it's, it's a tough wild. place. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. No, the, and hey, the thing I love about it, the trees are so awesome. Like, you know, I'm a big West Coast guy, California rock. Sorry, big man. You're up, buddy. No, I just wanted to say, I, I believe Alcatraz, uh, the term the hole, so that would be like solitary confinement. I, I believe that's where that started. I think that was where it was created in Alcatraz. But they had obviously some of the worst federal inmates in the country, and I think that's where that phrase started. So yeah, no, that's an awesome tour. I, uh, I'm kind of envious, frankly, I'm a big prison guy. So I would love to, yeah, I don't I get love- to go. 
Yeah, I don't know. They're big on prisons here, bro. Like the the street like next to me is Leavenworth Boulevard. <laughs> like, so like the whole, the whole tour is like. No, I went for a drive today. I saw San Quentin. I'm like, holy crap, man! You guys like you really like your you like, you like your you jails. Should go tour too, that right? place. Like, you should go tour that place too. Yeah, I should go. Yeah, I should go play basketball right now, big man. Yeah, like as if, yeah. bro. <laughs> Imagine Cam walking in and saying, "What's Hey guys, how you guys doing? Hey, what's going on? Hey, hey everybody! <laughs> how about the Leaf game tonight? <laughs> you know, the goal, the the goal, the goal. <laughs> what up, Shell Dog? L.A. Thanks for the kind <laughs> words, Shell Dog, and the message. I love all you guys. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and no, so all the merchandise around here—it's all like Alcatraz stuff, and like um, I'm just picking out what the one like they got. Some of it's cheesy, Cam, right? Like. Property, the Alcatraz uh, swim team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, there's one like Alcatraz, you know. There's a bunch of Alcatraz different stuff. So we're gonna check, check, check that out. So I saw something today, and I want to throw this at Big Man uh, first, so we will get Cam's take on this. Is I don't know what's going on, Big Man. I just saw, saw the Mac canceled. The Mac shut uh, everything down, bro. Yep, correct. Yep. I, I'll tell and, you though. There's actually there could a be more to come. There could be more to come. Yeah, what do you got for us, Big? Because I, let well, me just yeah, quickly I, say, I read a story, uh, sports. It was credible, and basically, a big AD said the Mac's just the first. He said expect the Big Ten and the Pac-12 to come next. And he goes, this is real. And he said there will be no college football. Like they're, like even the SEC. Like supposedly Alabama players are revolting and like. Uh, what's going on, baby? Like, is there going to be college football? Because I was just all ready to say, you know what? All right, I'm going to start studying on the ACC and 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 the Big Twelve while uh, they're playing. But I just read ads are saying they don't think it's happened, bro. What's going on? Well, up until five minutes ago, I think a lot of people thought there, you know, wouldn't be college football. But Trevor Lawrence, who you know many would argue is the best quarterback in the yeah. country, and Justin Fields, who's the second best quarterback in the country, have called for an eventual creation of a players association regarding the upcoming season, basically supporting that they want to play, and they basically have demands of what they want to play. But you're starting to see some of these big players come out and say, look, the Power Five wants to play, and we need to play, and this is how we're going to play. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Max called off, and I think a lot of people thought the next chip to fall would be the Big Ten and then all the other schools. But, I, again, I will continue to say this. I, I just don't know how it's possible that the SEC won't play football. I, I just think they're so adamant in playing. But this whole Players Association thing is pretty big. That's pretty big news if they could somehow come up with an association. And there's all sorts of opinions, and I'm sure everyone has one. But you've got to wonder – and I guess I'll ask you guys this, and I've talked to you, Gabe, about this, and I know these kids are college players and, you know, they're not getting paid and that kind of thing, but you got to wonder, is a kid safer at a, a school or is he safer at home around his family? I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what the next shoe to drop here is. It seemed like 10 minutes ago we weren't going to have college football, but now we have big-time players coming out and saying, we want to play and this is how we want to do it. Yeah. And listen, wanting to play and then pulling it off campus, two different things. So these, this is the quotes that I see. Uh, more than 30 Power 5 players, including multiple potential first-round draft picks, have opted out, citing health concerns. Right. I'm of the opinion it's um, it's when, not if, the season will be canceled. A prominent athletic director says, the MAC announcement adds momentum to the finish line. I think everyone's medical group is now telling all, all of us the same thing. 
We all have keep we all have the same conversations. Rumors continue to swirl over the weekend that the Pac-12 and Big Ten would indeed be the next FBS conferences to cancel their respective 2020 seasons. Big Ten presidents met on Saturday. Um, behind the scenes, big man, there's a push here. Big Ten ADs are saying, you know what? We're not canceling the season, but we're going to wait. We're going to play. We're going to play in the spring. They're going to wait. Cam, what, what do you think, Cam, is going to happen? Listen, you've been, you and I have been pretty right about calling all this stuff. We said that some conferences are going to try to play and others won't. So we've sort of been on, on top of this. But there's a one thing to wanting to play. Doctors are telling these people not to do it, man. I don't know. I think college is going to get shut down personally, bro. I, I don't want people. I think it's going to. Be, I, I think. I think they'll be down to only a few conferences, yeah, I and agree. even they're going to look so bad. They're going to be like, "Oh my God!" Like we're the only two conferences that are playing, and like we look like we're evil. You know, it's bad when Mark Emmert told them, "I don't think we should play," but the 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 Power Five goals told Mark Emmert to suck it. They said, "Dude, you don't even control us." Like, the NCAA is crumbling in front of our eyes. Like, college sports are changing due to this. We'll see what comes out of the other side camp. Do you, is there going to be college football camp? I think they're going to try, but I, I, maybe it'll be a case like baseball. Right? See, I'm going to say this, though, and I don't want to sound like Dr. Fauci and everybody hating me, but think about this. We've already gone in places that are good, right? Like, where, where, where I'm living in the Toronto region, and even though the cases are down, there's still cases. They open things up again, right? But you have to still wear a mask to go into these places, and the numbers are still there. There is there, It's not totally going away. And we see the way these people are. They don't seem to understand. It's like, hey, like you know, we're going to have a party, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. Football is a very, very difficult sport. How many people, the close contact, the nature of the game. Gabe, I got to be honest with you. People are going to hate this, but starting it in spring makes a hell of a lot more sense than trying to rush it through and screwing it up. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna, you know, it's just tougher. Like studying, about like big man. Are you? Have you broken all? It's all. It's exactly. It's all about the money. It's all. It's all about the money. You know, and you know, big man. I was gonna ask you if you've studied up on on the teams in the same way that you normally have. I've been honest in, in telling you that I haven't. But I want you know. We're going to break in a second, but I'm reading a story here, guys, about the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh yeah, about the problem. coronavirus. Oh, and I don't know if you guys saw that, but the manager said that this ain't no joke. And he goes, we've had multiple guys that had to go to the emergency room, Cam. Did you see that? Yep, I did. He said people think yeah, it's they're, they're, a joke. He goes, we've yeah, had exactly. multiple guys with scary moments in the emergency room, like through this. Like, you know, you can't sit out there, bro. 22-year-olds playing for free 20-year-olds. Sports race late night continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Sports Rage late night. Morenci, we're kicking it. Happy birthday to me and to everybody else out there. Happy birthday to Whitney Houston, actually, who would have been 57. Nothing like celebrating a birthday with Whitney. <laughs> yeah. And I'm saving all my love, my love for you. you. Yeah. 
the raging redhead, Cam Stewart, kicking it with us. Um, um, he's the man in the ship uh, here uh, this evening, doing a great job. We appreciate it. Big man on campus, uh, kicking it with us. So, yeah, you guys would like this. And, you know, both big college uh, fans you guys are. So I uh, went, uh, went for a drive today on the coast. And, um, you know, a nice three hours out there, bro. Saw this thing called uh, shark, shark Fin shark fin Cove. It's like this big rock and stuff, like, on, on a coast where it looks like a shark fin. And, like, crazy, man. Like, real, real scenic beauty. But um, went through University Road, big man. It was pretty cool. Like, uh, went past the farm out there in Stanford. Um, cool. They really have all those trees everywhere. So it's like Stanford University. I saw the Stanford. I didn't see the stadium, though. Um, and then, of course, St. Mary's and uh, Pacific and, like, all the university. I was like, man, there's that where I was telling her. That's where that team plays. That's where this team plays. And the baseball stadium, man. I never been to a game in San Francisco before that baseball stadium. Man, it's beautiful. Nice. Cam, it's like yeah. right downtown, man. Like yeah, my uncle's the, favorite the park. Right behind it, like he's a yeah. He's yeah, a I don't, baseball I don't know, nut. man, because it's not that he new. It. it looks like it yep. opened yesterday, bro. It looks that clean. It's crazy it's how awesome. nice it is. Oh, it's beautiful, man. There's a bunch what of homeless of people in tents across the street from it, but the stadium's nice. <laughs> No, I was. I thought you were going to say, Marenzi. Hey, I was walking down the street, and we. I thought you were going to say, I went to San Francisco, the Dons. He went to. He saw the Dons. Just walk around. Hey, every, hey, everybody. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know do what? That. I always like it. I always, I always like getting some sports merch, big man, and camp every town I'm in, right? But yes, yeah. I, I hate the San Francisco Giants. I don't like the Niners. I have the Warriors. Screw them. Like you know what I mean? But you read my mind, Cam. I'm like, man, I need myself a San Francisco Don jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. That's that's what we need. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Our syndicate uh, radio affiliates will have an update. More Cam, big man on the other side. Earl Skakel's going to step up in it as well. Bring it. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.